0: greeting earthlings we have now taken over your radio
1: hello and welcome in to the jayhawk talk podcast i am kevin joined with me as always is andrew and both of us are in a little bit of a somber mood today i think that's something that ku fans could probably uh probably feel along with us Andrew is I can just tell you on video has a hoodie on which I never see him wear and the hood is completely covering like most of his face it is a KU hoodie though so I I appreciate that well also to
2: be fair it's very cold in my house but I am very sad (laughs) are you in mourning yeah maybe it's just like my body is rejecting the warmth that the world is providing it <laughs> and it's just electing it to be cold as a form of grief as a form sure of punishment as a form of just and then i'm forced to watch this k-state kentucky game which...
1: which is for the folks at home that's what's on right now so we're recording on on sunday afternoon oh, which is uh, even
2: the... more of a punishment so yes kevin I- i'm sad <laughs> the day after kansas loses is always, uh, you know, it happens, right? It didn't happen last year. It, it happens went, most was, of the time. And it was great, but it happens. And, you know, I, I was having some conversations with people about, you know, KU's, KU's not very good in the tournament. And I think, to be fair, no one's good in the tournament. <laughs> no one has ever been in the tournament unless you win, right? or unless you go to a bunch of final fours. And that just, we do go to a bunch of final fours and we have won it. But, you know, uh, we ran up against a team yesterday that they got it done and we didn't get it done in the last 10 minutes. And we are not going to Las Vegas next week, Kevin. So Kevin, how are you feeling? You were up in the one. You got to witness that thing in person. Uh, just, just quick reactions to the game. I don't want to dwell on the Arkansas game. I wish I hadn't seen the Eric Musselman take his shirt off stuff. Cause I I'd obviously <laughs> turned the game off way before any of that came, or maybe yep. that was even just, well, let me tell you
1: how strength. nice it was in person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, me tell, so, let me tell you that. So
2: Give me your perspective. Cause I watched this thing on an airplane, which I recommend no one ever do. That's on you. That's on me. You know, you, you, you book a flight for that day and you, you, you roll the dice that the game's not going to take place during those hours. And it happens that it just lands exactly right. But anyway, you were, you were there in person. You got to see a naked Eric Musselman uh, up close. So what happened yesterday? Kevin?
1: It was a good crowd. First of all, I think KU traveled well, there was a pretty good Arkansas contingent, but it was probably four to one if, if not more overall in the building and it was uh you know it was, it was a good crowd it was a good showing by Kansas I think the uh the energy level coming out of the uh just right out of tip was the highest I remember seeing in some time and just in terms of the guys looked like they were there was no way they were going to be able to keep that pace and energy level up for 40 minutes I even said like I was tweeting I was like good God these guys are Freaking frenetic right now, like it is, it is energetic. It is like like full of energy, but also full of just uh, just passion and 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 emotion. And it just didn't feel like it was going to be able to be held you know, held for forty minutes. We did see that. I know there were a lot of factors that 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 were at play with that, including the calling of about six hundred fouls in between uh, the the tip and the end, but. Uh, there, there were some things that also transpired. I think uh, you know, with with, and you, we could take this a number of directions, Andrew. We could obviously talk to talk about troll. We could talk about Norm. We could talk about uh, Jalen and and Grady. You know, especially Grady there, not not really getting many looks or touches in a, in a game that we obviously needed needed him. And uh, you could take it a number of different directions. Obviously, credit Arkansas. I think up front, we can do that. Uh, I think our game plan was pretty good uh, overall, and and we just kind of got beat maybe in a way that we didn't expect to get beat, but it happens in March, and you got to adjust. Uh, I I will say this as we as we now reflect uh, on almost 24 hours since the game. Uh, I'm not over it yet. It usually takes me a good week to get over a March game. I, I, what's your timeline usually? for you
2: definitely after the tournament like yeah when if i when i see someone else raise the trophy (laughs) it's like this is i I heard someone else say this but it's like someone else buying a pair of shoes that you had you had intended to buy (laughs) that's pretty good you don't feel like you don't feel good about it like someone else just took those things that you wanted
1: Yeah, the only thing that gets me through is and the only reason I really want to continue to watch college basketball at all is is the gambling aspect. I I love betting on college basketball. One thing I love betting on college basketball like that's that helps a little bit. But other than that, it is it is a tough, tough scene out there for KU fans. Uh, Andrew, where do you want to take this? I do want to talk about the game. I think people do you know, would be interested in talking uh, a little bit about little it. Bit. I don't want to go for I'll, a long I'll time. Let us, I'll let us talk about it a little bit.
2: That's fine. Because, like, well, I, I think we'll, we'll probably have some more shows. We're gonna. I think we're going to have a radio show this week, and we'll we'll kind of get into maybe some of the uh, look-ahead type of stuff and maybe sure. you know, some more tournament talk. But, like, have you ever thought about, like, the Auburn game from a couple years ago or the USCA from a couple years ago? Sure. I, I try to put those things out of my brain as fast as possible.
1: I, I mean, I, I get it, especially a couple of those are pretty rough. But uh, the, the burn the tape games, especially, are the are the ones I try to definitely compartmentalize away from the world.
2: But I, I will say this. Uh, the difference between the game yesterday and some of those games, those, those previous two losses, USC and Auburn, was that it felt like we gave this game away. It felt like... Won. We should have won. Yeah, and that USC game, Auburn game, even the Villanova, the Villanova game, and back to 18. There, there wasn't a shot at the end. Like right. there, we weren't usually, but usually a team like this, a team that's well coached like this, has been and and importantly, been in this spot quite a few times this year. In fact, it, this is kind of the DNA of this team. Is that they, we haven't blown out a lot of teams, but we've had games go pretty close. And then we were able to figure out a way at the end to pull ahead.
1: One difference though, in this game,
2: we'll get to that. (laughs) And and it seems like, you know, we had been there and we had come out on top before. Like we, we knew what to do. We knew how to tighten the screws. We knew what we were doing different yesterday, one point loss. Probably should have been two. Jalen makes a, (laughs) makes a free throw when he needed to miss it. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough when you, you see the draw, (laughs) you know, come out last Sunday and you think, Oh, this Arkansas team, we don't match up well with this Arkansas team. This could be a problem. And then they beat Illinois. You see it coming. You see it coming. We come out blazing. From the gates and then they just in the second half make their way back and we didn't have the answer at the end they uh obviously free throws and uh fouls were an issue but they were kind of an issue both ways it was just a really tightly called game there at the end with a lot of guys either in danger of fouling out or actually fouling out i don't know kevin i mean big big takeaways before we get to the elephant in the room uh that is uh who is sitting on the uh the head coaching stool before, before we get to that, let's, let's group all that together.
1: I I, I thought you were about to ask a question. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I said, <laughs> what was your reaction? Like, what Oh, my you... bad. I thought, yeah. So yeah, look, the, <laughs> it is hard to separate the elephant in the room from the game, but I'll, I'll try. Uh, the thing that, that bothered, and this is why I guess it's hard for me to separate it because you can point to several things in that second half, you know, Musselman uh, was imploring his team to run, like get out in transaction, transition, go get fouled uh, and imploring them over and over to, I mean, to basically just wait for that matchup that they were looking for on, on, uh, on switches and, it, it was, it, we couldn't get rebounds. It was little things like that, but they went back to the same thing over and over and over again in the second half. And it kept working. Like, I don't blame them. I would continue to go back and back to it. Um, and then the foul trouble, as you mentioned, you know, obviously a huge, a huge part of the game when KJ and earner both sitting uh, for, for huge stretches while they're making a run. And, it is hard for me to separate out those being huge. I mean, the free throws are one thing. Can't blame Bill Sell for free throws, can't blame Norm Roberts for free throws. But there is an argument I think that I'm willing to accept or or at least listen to that foul discrepancy, foul uh and 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 lineup management and uh in outs uh and also adjustments. We came out blazing to your point, but then they countered, right? It's a game of, of, of chess moves. The other team countered, we didn't counter back. Uh, we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't make the change. And uh, even though we knew what they were doing, it just, they, we, they couldn't make the change. They went to zone for a second at one point, little things like that. I mean, they tried a couple things, but that, that is where, again, and the the elephant being, we didn't have a Hall of Fame coach on the sideline. And I'm not going to disparage Norm in any way. I think it's unfair to, but I think it's also fair to ask the question: What would the outcome have been with Bill Self? And you know, who knows? I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say unequivocally this is exactly what would have happened. But um, I would say I like our chances a lot more with Bill Self on the sideline. A lot more. Like I think I think they win the game.
2: And I think that's why you kind of just needed to get through that game. That game was pretty crucial because it seemed like he was potentially,
1: I think he was
2: going to be healthy enough to be back for, for at least Thursday.
1: I think that's right. By the way, I think he was going to be back. Which Uh, they kept
2: doing these, these videos with, uh, with Greg Gurley saying like, Hey coach, you know, Greg Gurley is not necessarily a, get in front of the coach with a microphone,
1: hard hitting for, journalist for,
2: for, for a video. <laughs> Let's break some news. But the uh, KU athletics, Instagram account and Twitter account, put that out there, a video of, of am interviewing self. And the last one self was wearing like a t-shirt. just was like a KU rock chalk t-shirt. Uh, wasn't necessarily, you know, looking like he was ready to go into the game or anything. Uh, yeah. Like he was just uh, getting out of a, getting out of a practice or going up to rest. Uh, but it seemed like you know it looked he was there. He he was helping out. He it seemed like he was running practice, or at least involved. Kind of in, does, yeah. I think he was
1: involved. In I don't know if he was running. It seemed like he was sitting a lot. That's what I, I, everyone was saying.
2: So looks like I mean, he looks like he just needs to rest up. And and you know what? If if that's what we need to happen, like it's it's a gruel. It's a it's a grinding season. It's uh it's been probably a lot on him uh, health aside. So let's just get him get him healthy because I think. I think you're right. I think the difference could have been him. What's the difference between teams that go into a last five minutes tied? Why, why do we have such a, a a better record than everybody else? Well, what's the one difference? The one yep. difference is, is the Hall of Fame coach on the sideline. Uh, and, and and we were talking about this last night. Uh, you and I were, and, and I think it was on Spaces, Is that yeah, he can do the X's and O's and he can draw up the plays, but it's also pushing the buttons, right? Do you need to be hot with somebody? Do you need to be cold with somebody? Do you need to make a joke? Do you need to not say anything and let the players do it? He's the best at that. Best. The best. And and it's it's you can it's part of it is basketballing and part of it is peopling. I think he's the best at basketballing, but he's also the best at peopling. And Norm just doesn't have the reps doing that. Bill's Bill's been doing this 20 years at this program. And then with this team, knowing these players, Norm doesn't get to do that. Doesn't get those reps. So when it comes down to that last minute, can he basketball and can he people as well as a hall of fame coach? It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And I think that it was a one point difference yesterday. And that, that may have proved the difference.
1: I think so. And, and, that last possession, the one where, you know, we had the ball down three and had to do something, what, 12 seconds or something like that. I don't remember the exact time, not a lot. Um, and, but it was, you know, the most pivotal possession at, at the time of the game. And they call timeout and they go to the sideline and, and, uh, and Norm and and Jeremy case and Townsend separate away from the, from the huddle. The players are all huddled up. And they're talking and and the other three coaches separate out. And we see this from time to time in college basketball. I think uh, Scott drew and his assistants do this a lot where they kind of go talk as assistants for a second and then, and then go to the, to the lineup, maybe get some crowdsourcing of a play or whatever, but you hardly ever see bill self do that. Uh, in this case, Norm and, and, and the other two sit there and talk for I I'm dead serious, like 80 or 90% of the timeout. It is, they are not talking to the team and they come back in and, and obviously relay the play. And in, in post game, they say it was a, it was a, it was an action for, for Jalen to potentially shoot a three, or if he had it, a two uh, he, he also sort of awkwardly said that there was a, a Grady option in there. Uh, I, I didn't see that, although I'm sure they were all over Grady, but, uh, but ultimately Jalen drove and, and got fouled and got two and, um and, you know, at least kept the game alive at that point. But it was just so weird that they were taking so long on the sideline, talking and talking. I was like, why aren't they telling the players anything? I'm sitting next to Sean Kellerman and we're both kind of looking like, wow, he is taking forever away from the team and, and whatever. But that's just one small example. Was that a difference maker? Who freaking knows? Probably not. But, it's just an example of many that you could point to. Uh, I'll say one other thing on this and we can move, move on from, from the bill self-talk. Uh We knew on selection Sunday that this was a tough, a tough draw. Uh, We knew that the eight, nine, if should we get past it, led us to <laughs> the toughest four, the toughest three, the toughest two probably left in the, in the, in in the region, all there, of course. No one got upset in the entire region, all chalk. And uh, it was going to be a tough road to the final four, no matter what. The toughest road to the final four, no matter what. Who knows? Maybe, maybe some people get upset here and there, but whatever. My point is this Bill Self not coaching next week on Thursday, uh, and Saturday, potentially, uh, and being able to rest and and not do something he's Maybe shouldn't. Uh, who knows if it's a blessing in disguise, but at least we know he's not doing something stupid. Uh what he would he have, you know, done something stupid, told his doctors to screw off and I'm gonna go coach? Pro- probably not, but uh, at least at least you know um uh, basketball will not be the reason that he's not getting healthy, uh, which is the most important thing, you know, for for the for him and for for our team long term. Yeah. So
2: and he he strikes me as the guy who who would do that. Uh, Absolutely.
1: And and what I
2: mean by that is I I, I think if he thought he was ready physically, he would have done it even if his doctor said not to, Mm -hmm. which tells me he didn't think he was ready physically. And if he's, if he doesn't think he's ready physically and then he does it anyway, that's the worst case scenario. So, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do to get himself ready. Cause we want him coaching on the sideline for a long time. Uh, I think there's, you know, re re uh, invigorated the conversation about how long for, from some folks. And, you know, that's a conversation there. I think it's fair. No, no one has any insight into no one needs to start making any kind of list or anything like that. I, I think he wants to be here for a long time, you know, from judging from his, his previous comments. Uh, but you know, things change, uh, and, and health is one of those things. So, uh, you know, who knows what, what that's going to be. I think this program is in good hands no matter what, but we hope that he is uh, sitting on the sideline for a long time to come uh, and healthy. So, Kevin, where do you want to take this from here? Do you want to want to get into more of the game? We can talk about fouls and we can talk about <laughs> anything, but I'd rather talk about some of these players who are, are headed out the door. Yeah, let's do that. Likely, and, and what they i uh, have meant to the program and let's start with the all American and, and Jalen Wilson, Jalen Wilson, you know, has had an incredible year, averaged about 20 points a game, which people just don't do at Kansas. That's, I mean, we saw it almost last year with, with Ochi and that was an aberration. And then Jalen Wilson comes back and does the same thing uh, and, and really puts himself and has a great season Uh, at the beginning of the year, you, you and I had made some comments like, yeah, we think Jalen's going to be the leader on this team. Don't know if he's going to be the leading scorer. I think that's, that's a direct comment. Uh, but I think he's proved that he, he, he's proved himself to be Mr. Jayhawk this year. I mean, I think people have liked Jalen since he's came in, you know, as his, in his sophomore year, I guess his freshman year by playing, he had that incredible run in November and December where we saw what type of player he could be. You know, he was one of the best freshmen in the country and then cooled off a little bit. Uh, And and then last year, just rough start, rocky start. Uh, You know, obviously suspended for the first couple games uh, and then really solidifies himself as the number three on a team that was determined to win a national championship and then went and did it. Made some crucial buckets uh, in the tournament last year, especially in the national championship game and was just a fun player to watch and then when he came back this year uh it was it was sort of a surprise you know he had declared for the draft uh and then had a great uh combine you know proved himself well in the G League combine enough to go into the NBA combine and proved himself well in those uh, scrimmages and we saw we saw from the get go he was the unquestioned leader of the team uh both from a leadership perspective and from a scoring perspective this was this offense was run through Jalen Wilson and was Jalen Wilson with some other things uh, thrown in there. Uh, you know, we we developed a Dwan Harris pick and roll with K.J. Adams and obviously Grady was, was shooting threes. But this was an offense built around this guy and uh, his jersey will be in the rafters as a first team All-American. And uh, I'm just so happy that he was a Jayhawk and I, I wish him the best in the NBA.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All, all of that, all of everything you said. Just a, a little extra context. We heard on senior night, Bill Self said he's the, one of the best competitors he, uh, he's ever had. I think he he at sometimes times even said he's one the best competitor he's ever had. Uh, he finishes uh, Kansas as the twenty one uh, or, or uh, let's see what is it now the twenty uh, seventh all time in scoring um, in three he, seasons. In three, three seasons. Oh, that's good. Uh twenty-first all time and threes made. Uh he's uh sixth all time in in minutes played in a season. Uh so that just goes to show how much he was doing that. Uh, the guy, you know, an interview post game uh was asked how do you want to be remembered uh at Kansas? And um the first thing he said is just someone who who absolutely loved loved Kansas, loved putting on the jersey. Uh, who felt blessed to put on the Jersey uh, someone whose life changed forever because of KU and bill self and, and someone who competed. And I think all those things are true. Uh, the guy's going to be missed. Um, I, I was, I was completely floored by how well he did this year. I think he exceeded everyone's expectations. We, t- you know, he talked about wanting to come back and and do what Ochai did and everyone I think was like, yeah, that's great. Jalen, you know, that's awesome. That's really cool. Like it's but cool. No, you want
2: that? Nobody,
1: cool want... No, I don't think anybody thought he was going to just go do it. Uh, it's hard to do like, Oh, to, to, to go be a first team, all American and to go average 20 points a game to go be the unquestioned leader of a team, uh, you know, to lead your team to a, to a one seed, to win the big tour, all the things that Ochai can say he did. Jalen did just as well, or in some ways better. You know, the the only thing he didn't have was the, was the, was the ring. And I'm not sure how much Ochai. you know, at the end of the day was the guy throughout March. Uh, He he wasn't, he was a good player. He was, I mean, he he was helpful, but uh, it's, it's just, it will be a, uh, he'll be sorely missed. He will be a guy who will always be loved. Never buy a beer in Lawrence, Kansas, Uh, Jalen Wilson, uh, you know, an all time great. And, and it's, it's just wild to think about that this time last year or even before the season saying what we just said, but it's true.
2: I think that's right. I mean, and his prospects for going to the NBA, you know, if he would have stayed in last year, he probably is a very, very late second round pick or doesn't get drafted. I think he's played himself into potentially first-round pick, but I've seen him anywhere from about twenty-five to forty. And yeah, you know, hopefully he goes right. and has, you know, a pretty big, a good combine again. Shows what he's done, shows what he's developed, and show his competitiveness. And you know, he ends up with a with a good contract on a good team, uh, and is able to uh, get some minutes next year in the NBA. So yeah. I mean, hats off to him, Mister Jayhawk. His his number and his name will be up in the rafters of Allen Fieldhouse forever. And that's something he should never ever take for granted. Very cool. Now, another guy who we know is gone. Kevin McCuller uh, is a senior has gave, it gave his senior speech. So we know he's going to head to the NBA uh, sort of in a similar position as Jalen in terms of the NBA, but this is the guy we just learned about. We just got to know Kevin this year uh, in terms of being on our team. We've known him from Texas tech going back a couple years uh, and he was always a guy who was pesky defensively. And we got to see that this year and I'll take it to yesterday in the game yesterday. And it's, this is my reaction, my perception when Jalen kind of didn't have it in and, and Grady wasn't getting the ball in the hoop or what really wasn't getting the ball. It seemed like it was kind of the Kevin McCullough show there for a while. He was getting the rebounds. He was getting the gritty putbacks, the making some crazy old man moves in the lane to get, <laughs> get layups. He, he was, and that's something we couldn't think about earlier this season. We're like, Oh man, Kevin can play defense, but Kevin can't score. But yesterday he was, he, he was, was great. It, he was giving it his all. He was great. And, uh, looks like the best player on the team for much of much of yesterday. Ended up fouling out
1: which, which was brutal by the way, like that last foul. And I'm not a blame the refs guy ever, 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 ever. And that call could go either way. The, the, the final offensive uh, foul call that that ultimately uh, fouled him out. Although I'll say this, I think throughout college basketball season, at least in the big 12, that probably an 80% offensive call uh, or uh, offensive foul call. But again, don't put it in a position to to make the refs decide that all I'm saying is this though. We get that rebound off that free throw. If he's in the game, that yeah. free throw, that Joe, yes let the ball go through his hands. There is no question to me, not even one iota of a question that Kevin McCuller, if he's in the game, gets that free throw. We have the ball down one instead of three.
2: And I think that's like a, a storyline from the whole season for Kevin is things just went better all around when he was on the floor. Yeah, he wasn't the most flashy guy. He wasn't going to lead the team in points. But everything just went better when he was on the floor. And I think that was evident yesterday. And that's evident throughout the season. And uh, hopefully that's going to be evidence to some NBA team where they can use a guy who can just get a lot done. Play good defense. Maybe he can put together a three-point shot uh, and he can stick around the NBA for a while. But well, we loved having Kevin here. It was It was fun to have him a part of this team. And I think, by and large, having Kevin have a successful season is kind of a proof of concept to Kansas is going to be the premier destination for transfers. Kevin did well here. You got, you got to see it. Bill's going to go pick his guys, his type of guys. Kevin is a bill self type of guy. And I think it's because he had a great season. Didn't, didn't he fit right in that is just going to be more of guys like this. And, and we, we, we enjoyed having him here, enjoyed watching him. You know, he was, he was the enemy. And then he became our buddy. He became our dude. (laughs) Kevin was
1: definitely our dude. That's all accurate. And especially that last part, I think that there is, uh, uh, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about this, you know, later on this week and in the future here about what is the 23, 24 Jayhawk roster look like, who knows Uh, uh, all, all wide open questions. Lots of them. You could take that a thousand different directions but uh and one of them by the way Marcus adams junior uh, remember uh, uh adams junior uh andrew who said it was a 24 guy uh just breaking news beep, 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 breaking just got news. Reclassi- reclassified to this year so we got a we got another recruit coming in now for this this 23 class uh which means <clears throat> Another player that's currently on the roster will not be, uh, because we are out of scholarships. Wait, so, who's,
2: who's who's leaving?
1: Well, we've got a uh, three guys for sure. We three. got three. Who's with three? We've only talked about two. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Uh, assuming Grady Dick leaves, which I think is a very, very good assumption. Yeah. We have three. We have three guys coming in already, and uh, <clears throat> that means that. You could start to ask questions about guys like uh, MJ, Bobby, uh, Cam, Calcuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody, there's a lot of guys, but the, anyway, the point that I was trying to get to is there is a, uh, I think it could be said that Bill Self hasn't really been dominant uh, at least relative to some of the other teams, even in the big 12 at going to shop the portal. And I think that could very much change this year. Uh, there, there will be guys that are not on the roster right now who will be potential starters, if not big contributors. Who are whose names you don't even really know yet, uh, which is just the new reality of the world. Uh, and and to your point on wing university, <laughs> which we're we're pretty good at in the last few years. Uh, I think we need one, and and this should be the the premier place to go to go if you if you're one of those guys.
2: Yeah, one maybe two, uh, well, one of those wings that will be departing us more than likely, like ninety nine point eight percent. Probably right. And I'm not putting this in ninety nine point nine. I'm putting this in ninety nine point eight. <laughs> is Grady Dick, Grady Dick, had one of the best freshman seasons ever. As a Jayhawk, I think he set the freshman record for three pointers and he set the freshman record for three pointers and we wanted him to shoot a whole lot more. Like he needed to get more shots up. Uh, And I, you know, just didn't, didn't happen. But it goes to show you when you are a freshman like him or an offensive threat like him and the opposing team dedicates their entire strategy, their entire resources to stopping you, that means you're a good player. That means you are you you've got something special. And that's that shot, his athleticism and in pulling up for that quick shot and making those three pointers is something that NBA scouts are just coveting. They are licking their lips. They are just ready to draft this guy. Looks like he's probably gonna go lottery, more likely top ten. And uh he's got a skill that is elite that no one else has that very very few people have uh and uh, it was it was he was probably you know one of the more fun players we have had as a freshman right I mean we've had Wiggins and but having him be from Wichita and having him be kind of goofy uh you know you saw a lot of Grady Dick jerseys you saw a lot of Grady Dick t-shirts this is the first or second year of those Nil t-shirts uh he was he was loved in this town and I think that you know, it is a season that maybe could have been remembered differently had March gone, but I think we will remember his season as him being a fun player and a guy we were all rooting for at, at Allen House and, and otherwise.
1: For sure. And obviously the personality is what people will remember. The ability, I mean, just insane release and and amazing jump shot. Sad to see it didn't translate, you know, through the postseason, which is when you become the guy's already kind of, uh, uh I don't want to say a legend, but he has its own sort of legendary, uh, like I, everyone will remember Grady Dick forever type of thing at Kansas. Uh, what, what could have been really cool is if he, if he kind of became the super villain that we wanted him to be in March and it, it never really transpired in some ways it kind of feels Similar to me uh, in the way that that Wiggins, you know, played out in March. It was pretty quiet in the loss, just was never fully aggressive, fully uh, never saw the the potential that we knew was there and what we'll see in the NBA, uh, you know, maybe didn't translate fully, especially in the, in the tournament, which is which is unfortunate. Uh, I'm not saying that was his fault. Hard to put a lot on a freshman, but. Uh, it just, it sucks that we didn't get to see that. Uh, the good news is we'll get to see him blossom, uh, in his career because there's no way he will not be, uh, you know, at least a, a contributor in the NBA and should be a lot of fun to watch. I, I will always love you some Grady Dick, man. The guy was, uh, <laughs> there's just not, you don't see that kind of dude in, in college basketball very often. Everyone is You know, they're pretty full of themselves. They're pretty trying to look cool. And that dude could not have cared less about looking cool. He was, he was just a goofball. Um, I mean, his TikTok videos were all, all time legendary. Uh, Just, just a funny dude. And, and uh, he was a lot of fun to watch.
2: Well, like we said,
1: we're putting it at 99.8, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm more probably in the ninety nine point nine, but we're splitting hairs at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of people holding on for that extra point.
2: Extra. He would extra have to get
1: hurt point. or something like something weird would have to happen. He ain't coming back. No, and and, people and he shouldn't. To,
2: people come to KU to get drafted high, and he's come here and he's going to get drafted high. So that's you, you got to take advantage of it. You don't want to risk that unless we can offer him like a pretty sweet NAL deal. That's uh, above and beyond what he could make as a uh, NBA player. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, but, we need a couple more billionaires. Uh, just, just a couple more. We just need a couple more billionaire Ku folks who just we'll want to like. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Can you uh, guys just? Uh, can you please become a billionaire, Andrew? Will you stop messing around? What are you doing? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I'm just messing around with this podcast. What are you doing? What, what am I even doing with? Myself? What are you doing? Why don't you become a billionaire? Stop my... messing around with all this podcast what stuff and I lawyer doing? nonsense. Can we go become a billionaire so we can so we can pay Grady Dick? Yeah, come on, man. Good point. Good point. All right, Kevin.
2: Will we? I think we have a radio show coming up this week. We haven't. We have not double checked that, but check us out on eight ten later this week. Uh, stay tuned to the. Uh, Jayhawk talk Twitter account that it will give you when we will be on the radio. We'll be doing a season wrap up kind of maybe talking about the rest of the tournament as much as we don't want to. Um, So check us out there. Uh, We will be back. We're going to talk about some, some future stuff. Maybe we'll talk about the spring game. Maybe we'll talk about some football, football, football Football thing. Maybe we'll do. There's some been talking and doing some, some extra bonus football stuff for next season. Who knows? We'll 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 talk about that later if it comes to fruition. But before we talk about all that, before we get out of here, let's just do a little season recap. Kevin, when you think about teams, Jayhawk teams that have lost in the second round, you you think about Northern Iowa, you think about Auburn, USC, excuse me. Um but I don't put this. These teams were better than those those past two teams. And I don't feel as bad about this loss as I do about like the northern Iowa game. I I, I feel like we just ran up against a good team, but the season was still good.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. It was it, this is not one that I will uh-huh. the how, how I will remember this game and this team and this run is a couple things. And in and, and we're talking 10 years from now what are you going to remember? You're going to remember the bill self had a, a freaking yeah, whatever illness we'll call it. Uh and proceeds are done and that he did not get to see and be a part of what could have been an interesting run. Uh I will remember Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson. Uh, how can you not? The you remember the all American, you remember the, the 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 goofball. Uh I'll remember that the team probably uh probably overachieved a little bit, but was good enough to go in and cut down the nets. And that it was our opportunity for a back to back, which just we never felt like everything just kind of went against KU late. Uh whether that was Selection Sunday draw, whether that was Bill Self, whether that was, uh, you know, just the color back spasms, spasms. Uh, Jalen or uh, uh, a tripping over an Arkansas photographer. I mean, just little things like that. it just kept adding up like, man, this just ain't it. This ain't our year. Uh, but but I, I will remember those things. I will definitely remember that. The Bill Self thing will probably unfortunately be the thing that that you'll remember the most. Oh, that was the year that that self couldn't coach. Uh, cause that was notable. It was just, it will be notable. It will be the thing that uh that you'll remember. But but to your point earlier, it's a it's a game we should have won. Uh that will hurt a little more. Sometimes those blowout losses are easier to get over because you're just like, look, they were better. They were just better than us. I don't know if Arkansas is better than us. They got us. I mean, they got us yesterday. But but we're we're probably better than them, and and that's that makes it a little frustrating. So I I, I think I will hold on to that a little bit. But um, I, I know the draw was going to be tough. They were gonna we were gonna have to do some pretty pretty impressive things to get out of here.
2: Are you rooting for anybody the rest of the way? or Are you just gonna be like whoever? Let it go.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not a big bracket guy. I don't really do the bracket yeah, you, thing. You so I'm not with cheering. numbers and brackets. I'm not cheering for a bracket uh, or anything like that, but give me, I think at this point, give me chaos. I mean, that's what's yeah. <laughs> getting out of it. I mean, give me the chaos. Give me, give me, you know, Princeton, barely Dickie. Give me, give me Princeton going deep. Give me, I, I'm fine with, with all that. I, I think that will make it more fun. There's not, I am cheering for the big 12. Uh, want to see if if the big 12 can show out a little bit in the year that we kept saying they're really good I want them to actually be really good and that would be good uh but but yeah give me give me fairly Dickinson <laughs> give me something crazy to to make it interesting I say all that and then I'll get angry because the betting won't be as as fun but whatever yeah here's what I'm cheering for Andrew the rest of the way my bets
2: there you go. That is the one thing that's different this year. It was, was that Kansas did allow sports betting. So kind of, it, can, it can keep me interested that way.
1: Yeah. Uh, wait, I, I don't know, man. It uh, part of me just doesn't want to talk about basketball anymore.
2: <laughs> right no, Fortunately, we have no, a, no. A, a talk show that's uh, geared towards that.
1: No, I mean, I, 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 get it. I'm fine to talk about Kansas and reflect and all that stuff, but I know a lot of people out there feel this way. Like you turn on a tournament game after KU loses and you're just kind of like, uh, blah, right. The whole time oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that it's that, uh, that that's the, that's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling. And I'll feel right. that way for a while. You'll I know find you yourself
2: too. a fast and furious movie to watch, See what <laughs> watch Sunday afternoon games. And uh, we'll be back Uh, sports radio, 810 WHB later this week, we'll do a little full season recap and maybe have some, maybe we'll be over it by then. Probably
1: not. Probably not, but we'll start talking prospectively. We'll start talking transfer portal. We'll start talking who's going to be on this team next year uh, and who is themselves going to maybe jump in the portal. We'll talk about some of the freshmen coming in and hopefully talk about some positive reports about Bill Self and and that he's getting out on the trail and he's, you know, highly involved. And I'll feel a lot better when I see that personally. So we'll, we'll get into all that. Should be uh should be an entertaining off season one way or the other. Should be a lot going on. Yeah, man. It's been fun. It has been a fun. Good ride. Good year. Sad we couldn't go back to back. We're still champions until someone else raises the trophy, but uh, it uh, it was it was a fun ride. Appreciate it, Andrew. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Jayhawk Talk Podcast or radio show. Until then, rock jump, rock jump.
0: I tried to tell him every time we on the court i tried to tell them that we never coming up short i tried to tell them that we came here to get the win i tried to tell them that that they should never let us in they say that we the best but i say we the greatest that's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us that's why they talk about us they know they can never fade us it's tradition and that kansas pride that has truly made us they know just how we feel they know at allen field that we gonna keep it real. Shout out the bill This for them fans That waited off In them long lines Camped out before the games And they stayed a long time Every dollar that we spend Just to watch our team win On a Jayhawk shirt Or a new clean bins With a sticker on the back With the K and the U Uh-huh, yeah, baby That'll make you say ooh We at the top of the top Just like we should be Started from the bottom Thanks to what James could see Dr. naismith it's made a game for man changed lives for the players and did the same uh, so Science- for the fans this for my j hope fans for my j house this for my j hope fans for my j house this for my j hope fans for my j house house hey if you love it then i love it cuz we hope fans for my j house this for my j hope fans for my j house this for my j hope fans for my j house Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness man, we've been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them, High. Shout out to the booster showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no jayhawks that's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk they see us as support and we see them on the court so we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short we win together and we lose together but win or lose we still booze together struggles in my life will change me as a man but one thing that never change i'll be a jayhawk fan I ain't even got to really say it, this one for the fans that's why I made it, March Madness here we can't be faded, Rock Chuck Jay Huck in your faces. I ain't even gotta really say it This one for the fans, that's why I made it March Madness, here we can't be faded Rock j in your face This for my j fans, for my J-Hawks This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks And if you love it, then I love it Cause we Hawks, This for my j fans, for my J-Hawks this for my J-Hulk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hulk fans, for my J-Hawks, Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby.